Hey, welcome back, everybody. HSC podcast number 22. Man, if you've been following us this long, thank you so much. Uh, if you're the first time watching, don't forget to subscribe and like. I uh, appreciate all the viewers we got to this point. I do want to throw out there that we're getting tons of uh, listens on Anchor and uh, not as many on Spotify, which we could see some more. And But we're getting some Apple podcasts, too, which is awesome. Nice. Um, I had a couple of people from work talk about how uh, good our our uh, podcasts were on Apple Podcasts, so I'm excited about that. But we're just killing it on Anchor right now. So um, if you're listening, uh, tune in on audio to Anchor, Spotify, and Podcasts. But if you want to see our ugly mugs, jump on YouTube because uh, you can we'll probably let them stay on Anchor. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mind, you know. I, I mean. You know, we're not bad looking for 45 year old men <laughs> getting close there. Yeah. <laughs> Are we, uh, no. we will be soon. Yeah. We're 44 this year, but you know, we're, we're getting there. So thanks everybody for watching. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and like, and hit that notification bell. So many things happening in the world today. Uh, we're we're kind of back into this, you know, let's just talk about current events, what's happening, whether it be sports or politics or, you know, these ideologies and everything happening today. Uh, the first thing that I'd like to jump into is I, I really want to talk about this uh, energy thing, right? So when you're talking about green energy, you're talking about solar, you're talking about electric, you're talking about wind. Uh, now, we already have had hydro, but maybe hydro with uh, ocean water. You know, when you think about that, Derek, what do you think about, like, I mean, is it not that this should be our future? Like, what, what do you think is stopping this from, from happening? Like, why are we not going to these green energies? Well, the simple thing is money. It's greed. It's like people making the money on other things don't want you to have it. Plus, um, like we, we in our house, we had someone come by looking for um, solar panels. And then when you price it all out, you're like, wait a minute, this isn't a good deal at all. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, we want to go solar, we want to help out. But I'm like, it doesn't, pro it's won't help us at all if we do. So it's like, nope, we're not doing this. So it's not good for you, right? So you got a government who is pushing green because you think about at least who's in power right now like they're definitely pushing this you know green movement which is outside of oil petroleum but yet when you got to do it as an individual it's going to cost you more money right so why would you do that that's the problem is they're talking how this is supposed to be all affordable and re renewable energy right and then but then everything costs so much to do it. So it's like, well, where's the benefit? So that, isn't that like the issue where it's like, hey, if you're going to push me or you're going to push us as a society into renewable green energy, stop, you know, using oil, where's the benefit for us? Right. You know, Saving the planet. <laughs> right. Because, you know, in the thousand years later that the energy will affect us, right. you know, it, it'll be our, our like kids, you know, 10 times removed or 15 times removed. 
Um, and so that's why I want to talk about this because I think that's the issue. Like if you're really going to push this type of energy, right? You want us to go electric. You want us to go wind and solar and hydro, like make it better for us. Right. And you make it affordable. It's like a, they go seeing the price of cars right now. Oh. And then to be like a hybrid or something. Come on, man. Or a Tesla, like try to buy a Tesla right now. So number one, it's crazy expensive and you can't get one for six months. Yeah. And then, I mean, and who knows, you know, cause you have to, if you work there, you got to drive there now. So you better have something that doesn't <laughs> cost a lot of gas. Well, and the worst thing is, is now you have these, like, uh, you see it on, you know, media, on talk shows and things like, oh, you know, oh, I, I got a Tesla. And it's like, yeah, that's fine. You're a freaking millionaire. <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, just to be honest, you know, like I have a $30,000 car, but I can't afford an $80,000 car. No. Especially they depreciate. Oh, well, maybe not now because of the way car price, but they will again depreciate yeah. once you take them out the lot. Right. So, well, my question is, is like, how do you, let's pretend like you're in control. How do we transition out of oil? into this different type of energy. So we got natural gas, we got oil. Those are the two things we basically run the world off of, right? How do we transition out of those without affecting the world economy? Number one, right? Cause you're gonna kill the world economy if you did it in a heartbeat. So how do we transition out of that? Well, I think it has to be gradual, like you said. And the problem, like I was thinking like wind power, you need lots of land for that. Right. And land is at a premium now because everyone wants a house and if you look like where i live there are houses going up right next to each other like boom 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 trying to get as many in as possible so it's so hard to find land and then once you find the land then you're destroying the the environment to put on these wind turbines so you're kind of i mean that's the problem with the wind i get and then I, I don't know too much about it. I guess in the Midwest would work, but that's because well, you could, uh, uh, all the factories we've closed to put all the manufacturing overseas. There's a lot of room there. Yeah. <laughs> but that eventually, what you're right, that land though is going to come back to housing, right? So even though these, these empty spaces that we've emptied manufacturing plants, you know, eventually they're going to fill up and farmland filling up with, uh, that's what they do. They buy a bunch of farmland and they put a development in there. You know, yep, you, that's what you, they just did down you, the street. You put 60 houses on those, you know, 10 acres or whatever. So here, here's the issue that I have. It's like they, they're pushing, we got to be green. we got to be electric. We, you know, we got to be wind. We got to be solar. But yet at the same time, it's like you're, they're not thinking about like what that transition is would happen to our economy or to the, the normal person like us who can't, we can afford it, but that's going to put us more and more into that, you know, live into paycheck to paycheck. It's, yeah. So how well, does that transition happen? I don't know, but it's just always funny to me that the people that 
are the richest are the ones telling us how to live our lives when they have no idea how it is. It's like you have Leonardo DiCaprio telling us to stop with our carbon footprint while he's flying around on a private jet. Yeah. Well, and when you're talking about like the World Economic Forum, you know, like this Klaus Schwab guy sitting up there talking about how he's going to make the world green. It's like, dude, you're a billionaire, multi-billionaire. You know, like, what do you know about, you know, living? You know, what do you know about buying groceries and, and not being able to pay for gas and living, you know, every check to check? You didn't know anything about that. Yeah. Groceries, I bought a groceries over $200 this last week. I'm like, it's out of control, you know, but energy is the next thing that's going to become out of control, mm-hmm. you know? Well, it already kind of is like our water bill and stuff, and we hardly even use water and it's still, exp- I mean, they tack on so many different fees and everything onto it i'm like it's like we don't use water at all and it's like 300 dollars for two months yeah now i'm about that i'm about 130 a month yeah so that's about the same um so the, the the real question there is is like how do we transition in a way that's not done by the rich you know by the powerful by the government to where we could because eventually we do need to go to a more green type of energy. Like we have to do it. And it's not just because of global warming, you know, ozone depletion, the depletion of natural uh, gas and petroleum from the earth will actually hurt the earth. Like the more we take out, the more that, you know, lava fills up into those pockets that we're pulling it out of and starts to heat the earth and then you get an enhanced global warming not even talking about the uh, ozone right you're talking about global warming from the bottom up which melts the ice caps so that's more of a thing than anything else so we we do need to be cognitive of that but you can't just say okay we're done with natural gas and oil because that also kills the economy you know that that when you start taking away that you lose stock you lose all the all the things that drive our economy yeah they need to have like a 10-year plan and gradually start taking things out i mean right. you just can't yeah like the whole thing like we're gonna go electric within two years yeah you can't do that and the the, company- you kind of have to compensate or incentivize the petroleum and the natural gas companies to move that way you know we can't just leave them out in the cold because first of all they're not going to give up they're not going to just be like okay fine take away all our money (laughs) and at the same time if we do take all their money again we kill we hurt the economy in a very negative way Mm -hmm. so to me this is one of the biggest challenges that i think we face as a country there's so many things happening right now and I think this is very overlooked when it becomes like a fight of green versus oil versus like, what should we be doing to actually make this a smooth transition? How can we compensate these oil companies to convince them to go to green? But we're not, right? We're really just like, we're, we're funding companies like Tesla, you know, to basically try to um, just take out these other manufacturers 
So, yeah. Yeah. And it's becoming is- a monopoly. And it'll become a monopoly. Right. By, by the time Ford and Chevy come around, they're not going to be able to compete with Tesla when it comes to the electric, you know, car. Yeah, they can't even compete right now. I don't even like right. when we were shopping for cars, like you didn't even look at Ford or Chevy for hybrids. Yeah, and there, there's some hybrids and some fully electric cars. I mean, Volvo has some. There's a couple of our uh, off-name companies. But those companies don't drive our economy. And I think, so when I think about this and, and there's other things that tie to this, isn't it kind of like a, a short-sighted view to just think that we can just change it and we can not worry about those other companies? Because that's going to hurt, you know, labor force. It's going to hurt economy. It's going to hurt stocks. It's going to hurt everything. And then we'll end up in this place where, yeah, we really pushed green energy but at the same time, we drove prices up, inflation went up, and you go, and monopolies came about. Right. Kind of like what's going on right now, right? Right. So that that one to me, I think that's a I think that's a big one that people should uh, put more thought into this and understand that you can't just let the government tell you this is what we're going to do and this is how we're going to do it. Like we, we need to be more involved in understanding the, it's not just a switch. You can't just flick a light switch of this energy. It's gotta be a slow transition and it has to be done smart. Otherwise we're going to hurt ourselves. Right. Well, and that's the issue we got coming to is um, whenever we change presidents, we don't want someone to just then flip away from it because that's what we need a gradual thing but we can't have another president come in and go i don't want to do this right and then just where yeah you have one one president's pushing it super hard and the other that's like ah let's slow it down yeah you're gonna have that right and and you know so let's talk about that let's just jump into state of the union real quick let's talk about the differences in these the parties and what you just said is super important they're so quick to like jump sides of what the previous party was doing, especially when we go a transition from say a, a democratic party control to a Republican party control back to a demo, democratic control. They're really just like really hardcore trying to go opposite of what the previous party was doing. Right. Like how does that affect us as, as a people? that's a huge effect because it's like we don't know where we're at it's like okay so we're gonna do these we're gonna sign these into law three years later oh no we're not doing that and then like four years later no we are doing that there's no consistency at all to it it's like um obamacare you know came around then trump tried to get rid of it now biden's like oh no it's good let's keep it so it's kind of like no one knows what they're gonna supposed to be doing right how, how do you think that affects the psyche of society and the American people? Well, I, I feel like we've got this huge divide and I think we've talked about this before. Now there is no middle. It's like they said, the, the death of the middle class, it's the death of middle politics. There is no, if you wanted to talk, anytime you talk anything, 
where you might lean one way or the other, then someone's going to jump down your throat and say that you're, oh, you're, you're a liberal or you're, you know, this, you're a conservative, you know, even if you're just talking about something logically or bringing up points, if you, it's the whole now, if you're not with us, you're against us. It doesn't matter if you just want to like bring up all the points. Well, I think, yeah, you know, for me, when you say, if you're not with us, you're against us. I think that's the primal point because you can't, like, if you go outside of your tribe these days, like they're almost exiling you. Like if you are on the democratic party and you agree with anything that a Republican says, they're, they're putting you outside of the tribe. And uh, I think that, I think that's really bad for us. And I think it's gotten as bad. I've probably ever seen it in the last two to three years. Well, I think we've discussed it before. It was like my grandparents, one was a Republican, one was a Democrat and they were married for over 50 years. Now you see on people's um, dating profiles, if you're this, I won't. Oh yeah. Talk to you. You know, it's like, well, and what's it's called political polarization, right? So it, it, and that's what's happening right now. So how can we ever, so here's my question. And I know you may not be able to answer this, but how can we ever like progress as a country if we have this level of political polarization? The only way we, we need to have a candidate that can, that's not, far on one side or the other that's more like like you know kind of like you know a a clinton was clinton was a democrat but he was a had a lot of republican ideology which which is Um, why they threw him out of office yeah i know huh because he was a democrat but it's like no dude he's actually (laughs) doing stuff that you'd like but yeah um and that's where and, you know the joke is it's like someone like the rock <laughs> i mean right well when you're talking about i mean outside of like the rock or you know you know some of these things that we would love to see which i'd love to see the rock but i mean let's just talk about like the candidates that are coming up through these parties right who's going to be elected as the the top of of the party to to go run for president or whatever is it possible to to now in this day and age find someone or have someone to be have the ability to come up and have those views like i feel like you can't have that right yeah i don't think so yeah because right now like it's kind of it's it's very much like a um reality world type thing where like they have to make you have to like it's the whole you need to see me i'm going to make a bunch of outlandish things and do this it's like what uh was it desantis florida like i'm i'm gonna fight disney like the most ridiculous guy ever but the most popular republican right now like they're talking about if trump doesn't run like he's the guy right and he's yeah, so far right. It just doesn't, and it's no, like yeah, he'll he will. 
this guy literally will it doesn't matter what the the thing is if it's not super republican conservative far right he's against it right and it's like ridiculous it's like so disney didn't like one thing you did so then you went after them completely like right. to just try to destroy them and it's like that's not someone i want in charge but you see all this everywhere for uh DeSantos 2024 you know i'm not a republican and i still see this everywhere yeah so so how do we so how do you then how, how do we change that? Like, how do we get someone in the position to be in position of power when you've got, you know, the DeSantis coming up in the Republican Party, you got the AOCs or, you know, the uh, other Democrats who are maybe a little okay. less progressive. Kamala Harris will probably you know? be. Yeah, yeah right. It, it's like, it's a lesser of two evil. Like, either way, you're screwed. Yeah. Like, how do we get someone in that middle, though? From uh, the point we're at right now, how can we possibly get a middle person in there? Well, and that's what, just think about the last two elections. You had Hillary against Trump, and you had Biden against Trump. I didn't want any of them. Right. It was like, there's no good choices. I was even like, oh, you know, I don't agree with Bernie Sanders, but <laughs> at least he's kind of sane. And like he might be able to work with people. Yeah, but he's just so old. He is, but <laughs> just too old. So look at Biden <laughs> and Trump. Right. That's the problem. We need to get some of the the, the young up and comer like 30 something. So so why is it this is I was just talking about this other. Why is it that all of our presidents have to be so old? Why is there still even a law that says a president has to be a certain age? Right. I was thinking about that too. It's like, why is third? I'm surprised people haven't been freaking out about 35 being when you could become president. But when's the last time we had somebody near 35 as president? Gosh, was is Obama the youngest? Since, Since like JFK? Yeah. I mean... Well, was Nixon and JFK actually around the same age, though? Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they're probably pretty close. But still, even that, they weren't still near 35. No. So you're saying, okay, you have to be 35 or older to be a president. First of all, stupid to have an age restriction. But second of all, we'll, we never have had that. Right. Let's see. He was 61. I'm going to do some math here. So, so as you're looking at that, here's what I think. What I think is, is that the, the longer you've been in politics and the older you get, the more you get invested in these policies and the, uh, the lobbyists and, mm -hmm. you know, the, the corporations and the, the, uh, the quote unquote, the American way which is not the American people way. It's the American corporate way. Well, I've told people all the time when I talk politics and I'm like, and then I was looking on it on IMDb and it doesn't get good ratings, but the distinguished gentleman with right. Eddie Murphy, that is, it's like 
you look at that and you're like, oh, well, that's actually what happens. Right. It's literally what happens. It's like, oh, we're going to vote this way because they're giving us this. And uh, JFK was 44. And that's what I'm saying. I think he was the closest uh, that I can remember, uh, at least in modern time. I mean, well, I, I could probably I mean, go back farther. It would have to be in the 1800s because in the 1900s it wasn't. Well, with nobody else, right? But if you were to talk movies for in politics for a second, maybe people listening are not Star Wars fans, but I know you're Star Wars. You know, we're Star Wars guys. The the first of all, the fact that when you watch the remake Star Wars one, two, and three, not four, five, and six, like the the remakes, and right. just just those, and you see the the way that the Senate and the democracy works. And everybody's about, we want democracy, we want Senate, we want, you know, all this freedom and equalism, free trade. And then it starts to make the slow turn to where then the, the, that democracy then becomes the bad guy. And then that capitalism, free trade, or, you know, free trade then becomes the separatist and gets destroyed. Does that not feel like what we're going through right now? kind of i mean that's the thing is yeah the whole yeah well it's funny like everyone's going in after elon musk for making everyone work have to go to work and i look at it and i'm like that's kind of a d-bag move but i'm like then i look at it and i'm like well it's his company he can do whatever he wants and that's free trade it's like you right. know what it's he his company that he owns it he could do whatever he wants I don't look down on him for that. Like again, yeah, you're you're that's your company, you own it. Like that's what you want. Good, right? That doesn't mean that's what's right for everybody, right? That's the thing. It's like you know what? You're putting all this money into it. You get to make the rules as long as it's not like discrimination or anything like that. And it's if you say or you know against any labor laws, then it's fine. But doesn't it seem like like we're in this uh, circle of everything we're going to do for the greater good is going to end up in this like, yeah, we, we were trying to do it because we want a democracy in the Senate to, to make these decisions. But then now you've got stuff like COVID and war and you got emergency powers, you know, right. And then all of a sudden that doesn't go away and you turn into this like Republic, right? Like I, I really honestly, as I think about that, I feel like that's the way we're headed. Yeah. I mean, are we going to go to like um, more like Starship Troopers then? Is that <laughs> how it's going to be? I almost feel like it's like old Rome, Roman times. Yeah, that's good. I was thinking about that the other day about how, our society is leaning towards more Roman times, mm -hmm. like socially and everything, like what we deem as acceptable now. Right. And how more laissez-faire we are with everything. And it's going to go into this more of a, from a democracy to a republic, which then creates more control for the government into like this kind of ultimate power which and i know people hate this comparison but it almost feels like that's what happens with like say the nazis or napoleon empire 
or Prussia or early Russia, you know, or Ottoman Empire, I guess you'd call it. But those all feel kind of similar. So are we not on this like life cycle? Because you think about Roman, Ottoman Empire, Prussia, Napoleon, Germany, like, is that not like every couple hundred years? Well, history does repeat itself. I've said this a bunch of times to people. I'm like, well, you know, like they talking about when we had, well, we still have the one police brutality. And I'm like, weren't you around in the early eighties or like the 70s? Like, it's not been like, it's not been around. And it's, I mean, now you're like, we have COVID and now monkey pox. Right. And like the monkey pox they're, they're it's reminding me of the early 80s because everyone's coming out or people on their agendas coming out and saying it's a gay disease oh yeah no, it's just it's not i mean i know it's, but it's uh, like okay now we're like talking AIDS, like we're in the early right. 80s right. with aids it's like right. what it's like everything's it's like am i living deja vu yeah like i've been here before yeah. i mean but also even with covid now you're starting to see the the re-spike, right? Washington State's talking about going back to indoor masks soon because of the, the increase in cases. Uh, Oregon is back to uh, 16, 17, 1800 cases a day and on the rise. You know, and it's just like that. It's that it just keeps going up and down and up and down. And I don't know, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it makes you wonder, like, what's what's the government's involvement with this? You know, if I had to, what what if a conspiracy was that you know the government put this out there for control? The only problem I have with that, and it's I like the theory, but it's we've talked about it before, I believe, is the whole. Um, how are you going to get every single country to agree to this? But you don't have and, to. And keep it quiet. You don't have to if you just put it out there and you know yeah. it's going to spread. Because then everybody's going to do the same thing, right? When you have this like crazy new virus that nobody knows about and it's spreading, everybody's going to do the same thing. They're going to be like, oh, what do we need to do? We need to lock down. We need to do these things. But it doesn't mean that somebody couldn't have put that out there, right? Like right. chemical warfare testing, like, well, we're going to go to war with China in 10 years. Let's try out this virus, see how it works against them and see what happens, you know? And then we're like, oh, shoot, now it's spreading everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now it's around the world. We can't stop it, but let's just roll with it. But I mean, I don't think that's what happened. I'm just saying that's not impossible, right? Right. I, I really don't believe when it comes to government cover-ups that nothing is impossible. Like if you, you're going to tell me about, you know, uh, alien ships being in area 51, like I'll get on board with that. Like, I, I'm not going to say I agree with it, but I'm not going to be like, that's impossible. Yeah. You, you I think know. you're going to, I think you're going to agree with it. <laughs> I mean, there's, <laughs> there's like again there's some things you can like let you can have a conversation with me and i'm not gonna be like you're stupid right but there there's some things that i i just can't get on board with but most things if it's plausible and it has to do with the government and control and power that's what they're about think think about the dawn of time like how do, how do you control people like how do you create civilization 
The only way you do that is with power. Kings, right? Emperors, republics. That's how we've controlled the world for 6,000 years. So that's a tough one, you know. And that's the whole thing about Congress and the presidency and the Supreme Court. You don't want it all to be the same. Yeah. That's why you, you need a little opposition so you have checks and balances. I think that was, a, that was the idea, you know, of the United States. And I think that was a good idea when they had it. And we've just drifted uh, far away from that. Well, I kind of think that the, um, the president shouldn't be appointing um, Supreme Court justices. But why should we even have Supreme Court justices? Well, it's checks and balances. It's to keep right. in, like, the, you can't make laws that you shouldn't be making. Well, th that's what you're saying. Now I don't trust my leaders to make the laws. So we have to have another check and balance. Yeah. So why can't your Senate and your House make those laws? Because you can't trust them. So what do you no. got to do? Now well, you, you can't. A, a court. That's, that's why you have three branches. It's like they set it up that way. So you didn't have one group just taking over and railroading everything. Right. Yeah. And it, again, I don't, there's no perfect system. Like we've been doing this for 10,000 years and we've never found a perfect system. And to believe that somehow as a United States, we have this perfect system, like it's crazy. Like we well, got to understand, we got to keep changing. Well, most of this is, comes from what, 1776, right? 300 years ago, we still think we're right, you know? Yeah. Everyone's like <laughs> still like up in arms about the Bill of Rights, right? And the Constitution. Like, like oh, it's our constitutional rights. You're like, that's something they wrote 300 years ago. That doesn't mean anything. Come on, a, dude. Like, I have the right to bear arms. Yeah, you don't have a bunch of bears outside your window right now. <laughs> it's, yeah, you did when there was English troops standing outside your door, you know, but that's not the way it is anymore, you know? And it's the Bible's the same way. You know, you still got people living off the Bible. It's something that was a, a theoretical writing, you know, thousands of years ago. You know, so change management, that's the thing. It's like, we, we don't have the ability to manage change, you know, as a society, as a people. We got to understand that the world change, people change. We have to keep evolving and we're really not doing that. No, because... That was another thing I was um, listening to the Hamilton soundtrack and I was thinking about this and I'm like, oh, yeah, of course, Alexander Hamilton had all that time to write and everything. He had nothing else to do. <laughs> there was no TV. There was right. no like you know, DVD, you know, nothing like that. You know, it's like as soon as, you know, you were by candlelight a lot of times and. Right. You, yep. I mean, you literally had nothing to do back then. <laughs> yeah. It's like what you had was books or reading. <laughs> and that's why, you know, that's what the problem is. Nowadays, everyone's like too busy not paying attention to anything. So they're like, attention span is just horrendous nowadays. So it's like, how, how many people even read books anymore? Now they have to have it on their Kindle well, or whatever. They talk about like, when you talk about social media like TikTok, uh, Instagram, 
Facebook, all these things, they, they, they're saying like 30 seconds is the most you have to capture someone's attention, especially in, in the younger group. Mm-hmm. So, so state of the union in general, like, is there a fix? Like, what do we do? Like, how do we, how do we move past? How do we move forward from where we're at right now? Because I feel like we're at this really big crossroads. Well, the problem is, and we just kind of went over it too, was everyone wants instant gratification, but it's a process. And if we actually had leaders come out and saying, okay, this is the plan. This is what we're going to do. It's going to take some time and not promise you the world right away, because then everyone gets even more disenchanted with it because they're like, well, what you didn't, this, this didn't get solved right now. So here, here's the question I have for you. So Derek, you're the free leader of the world, of the United States. We won't call it the world because we don't want to pretend like the United States rules the world, even though we probably do. Like, what do you do right now? How do you fix? I mean, or is there even a problem? Like, do you need to fix it? Like, what, what's your next step? Well, for like renewable energy, it would just, you'd have to put in a plan that implements things over like a 10 year period, gradually move away, put subsidies on things saying, Hey, if you do this, then you get a little kickback or you get this, you know, because that's what people want. They don't want it to be where here, just bend over and, uh, change because this is what we want. Right. Um, so it'd be more like, yeah, like, hey, if if you're able to put like solar panels on your house, well, you know, you'll get this much off on your taxes and everything like that. And it'll get installed for free, you know what I mean? Stuff like that, because then with like solar panels, it gives energy to other houses too. It's yeah. not just for your house. Um, so if you're asking someone to put solar panels on their house, it's like, you know, I'm giving you free energy to do this. You should pay for it, not have me pay for it. What about the, the political landscape? Like, how do you fix that? It's, you have to, like I said, we have to find, we got to stop giving in to people that are radically one side or the other. And that's the issue is because these people realize this is how my ticket is to get to presidency is be radically left or radically right. Um, We need to have more moderate people that can work together instead of all this adversary. It's just, that's the problem is, is we got to stop trying to get people kicked out of office and actually start working together. Do you think there's an issue with the people we're bringing in to say the House and the Senate that they just have these agendas, not then the agenda is not the people? Like, so, I mean, this is my thought. So I'm just wondering what you think on this is that I really feel like people get into these positions because they're following a specific agenda as opposed to really coming in and there's probably a few of them that want to 
like do better right but i think i feel like maybe 80 percent, and that's just a guesstimation number like really just they're just trying to follow an agenda so they can be there and and be a part of that yeah i mean the whole thing is is you're you're supposed to be listening to your constituents and a lot of these people like i get stuff from like blumenauer or wyden and stuff and i'm like I don't care about this. This has nothing to do with Oregon or anything to help us at all. Why are you on this platform to do this? You need to be helping us. Um, and that's where I'm at. I feel like term limits, they need to have term limits. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's I'm done with the career it's politician. It's crazy to me that we don't, right? Is, is it not crazy that someone can be in there for 40 years? Strom Thurmond. And he was around filibusting the women's right to vote. Right. And then he was still in. Like 55 years later? Yeah. The dude was coming in like they had to like bring him in on a wheelchair. <laughs> he kept getting... You know, let's see how long was he in how, the senate how do those people still get voted in though that's my question yeah he was 49 years right yeah so 50 years that dude how does he still get voted in though well that's why i said watch the distinguished gentleman because it goes right there because people just vote for their incumbents they don't pay attention that's the issue is the voters don't really pay attention anymore. So let's talk about voting for a second, okay? Because if, if there is the, another conspiracy theory that I will buy into, even though I don't necessarily believe into it, you can almost get me on that conspiracy theory of like our votes don't matter. Like they're just putting in whatever votes they want. Well, and technically, you know, the electoral college our votes don't matter anyway because they can override a overrule them anyway with ever whatever they want right but still the votes get to the number to the electoral college to give them the points though right so you still right, gotta have but the that's votes just to win the electoral college but that's just then because the whole thing is is your senators and house representative vote for you right they don't, but they could just be like, nah, I'm not doing that. And I'm voting for the other person. But we, they still have to be voted in though. I get is, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. It is. So let's say, you know, you have your, your Senator from Oregon, but that was voted in, but how do we really know that he got the votes or she got the votes? Right. So that, I'm I'm kind of could buy into that conspiracy theory because there's a no one there like counting the votes, right? Nobody's well, like whole, one, two, three, four, right? Well, the whole thing, you know, the conspiracy was is um, JFK had a bunch of dead people vote for him, right? Well, and that's been going on for hundreds of years, though. Yeah, it, and I don't again. That's a, that's one thing you can convince me. Like we're not really voting people in. Right. But let's let's just agree that Trump didn't get they didn't steal Trump's votes. <laughs> well 
regardless, I mean, so here, my thought process in there is I don't really care. I think we're screwed either way. Right. <laughs> but at the same time, again, you could convince me that one or the other, whether it was 2016 Trump or 2020 Biden, that either of them could have been a falsely right. elected. You can convince me of that either way. Not convince me, but at least make an argument for it, right? And I won't like shut you down. Like there's certain things when you, you bring conspiracy theories to me, I'm like, boom, done. Flat earth, no, get the hell out of here. You know, <laughs> like that's not the kind of conspiracy I'm talking about. But what? Kyrie's wrong? <laughs> I, but you know what I'm saying though? It's like, because there's nobody counting the votes. Like you don't know. Right. Like if you give me a hundred votes and you're like steve counties and i'm like oh this guy won and you're like oh cool thanks for counting them like you don't know what i counted right well don't they put them into a machine though right again let's talk about machines you know let's talk about computers let's and that's the problem it's like you either believe it or you don't right and so do we really know that the people we voted in were the people we voted in we don't right so you just it's just a you got it's a belief you just got to trust it and well, we need term limits that's what i'm saying sometimes when i think about that it's like how could this dude get you know 10 times voted in or 20 times voted in like it's just really unrealistic to me well and I, th- I think about like ours right now and i'm like have you has Oregon really improved under your care that much? Why are we continuing to vote you in? But that's what I'm saying. Maybe you're not. You know, and that's why that conspiracy almost because you're really not doing any good. You know, like you're really not helping. Like you're, right. and and are people really that? I almost say dumb, but maybe there's not a better word that they're just like sure go ahead keep screwing us well that's what i mean like <laughs> bring it again distinguished gentleman you know, <laughs> the whole thing is he has the same name as the incumbent right and the incumbent dies but he puts his name on the ballot and so they're all like who do we vote for usually oh that guy okay yeah i mean that could happen nowadays I, maybe it what is, was it dennis wasn't dennis hoff didn't he get elected and then he he was dead yeah and maybe it is that people are just that i mean i don't know if you say ignorant or stupid or just biased or just brain dead that that's just what they do well, a lot of people just party line that's the whole right. thing with uh like like trump they're like some of the stuff you know because if you think about the Republican party and stuff. And you have the like ultra conservatives and all that, but it's like, they're voting for Trump and it's like, Trump's not qualified at all. Yeah. But I'm like, <laughs> I don't think he's believing in God too much or going away from any of these vices. But, here. Yeah. And he's just a Republican though. Yeah. But so it's, it's like, a, that's it's the way we vote for him. The same thing. Why people voted for Biden. Yeah because he was the democrat and they just didn't want trump yep that's thing is is the whole i'll vote for biden because he's not trump right it's just crazy like how are we living in this world we it's been a long time since we've had 
Well, you know, I guess just the last since Obama left office, it's been it's been pretty slim pickings, horrible. Like, because I looked at like when Obama was running, but you had Romney. I could see Romney as president. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't think it was a challenge. Like, I mean, Obama was the obvious choice. Yeah, but I mean, put Romney up against the last four people. Right, you, you probably go Romney. Yeah, you know, I see yeah. what you're saying. Um, I mean, and- I, I wouldn't look at. I know if we're gonna go old, but look, look, think about like when Bob Dole. Bob Dole, if he was still around, would have beat these four people. Right. Well, Ross Perot, like, yeah, he might have came on as an independent one. Yeah. Maybe that's what we need. Maybe we need a good, crazy independent, you know? Rock as an independent. (laughs) He's already got his TV show about him running for president. (laughs) That's so funny. Uh, So I I guess the wrap up there is that the, of the political portion is that, uh, yeah. Like we're in just a shithole. Like we, it just sucks right now. Yep. And and I don't know. Like I, I would love to say that I know how to fix it, but I don't think there is any fixing it. Like we're literally going to come into that like Star Wars Episode Three. You know, like uh, Republic Galaxy Galaxy Galactic Empire, right? <laughs> Like the U.S. is going to be this world empire mm-hmm. and say it's but, for greater good. Well, but then it's going to be revealed that it's Trump and Biden working together. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Like, and, and then we're like, oh, my God, we all just got screwed over. <laughs> like, I, I don't not think that's going to happen. I just I'll just be honest with you. I think we're all going to end up in like and we'll probably be dead by then. But it'll just it's going to come back and be like, wow, we just like screwed you all over. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's or it'll end up one. like idiocracy. Wow, that's another possibility. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't know. I think the latter of what we talked about is more likely, but it doesn't think I don't don't think that we can't be talking about Brando and electrolytes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about. We got a few minutes left, so let's talk about uh, the Depp and and Amber Heard trial because we got mm-hmm. a verdict. And and this is a defamation suit, right? And so Amber Heard, ultimately, it's about ten million or so dollars that she's got to pay, minus like the, the what heals her. Well, it was up. it was fifteen million, but five of the million was punitive damages. And then and the judge, yeah, she marked it down to like three fifty, three hundred thousand, right? And then Heard won for two million, two million, right? So yeah, yeah. But regardless of the money involved in this. So here's the issue that I have with this, because there's a lot of Amber Heard haters out there. Like if you're going on social media, you know, anywhere you look, it's like Amber Heard is the, the bad guy. But then you have a few who are talking about how it's like, now they're minimizing the fact that, you know, the abuse of women because he won a defamation trial, even though he may have abused her. Well, it's a hard one because, um, you know, 
problem was, was she's not a very likable person at all. Oh, she did a shitty job in the trial. Terrible yeah. job. And um, like they had like the Instagram posts from each of them talking about the trial. And they showed like the list of celebrities for each. And Depp had like 60, 70 of them and her dad three. Right. Um, and I think it, it, it just, the problem was is she just didn't seem very truthful at all. Right. And it really hurt because it's that, that it's hard to say, but it's like we've had the Me Too movement come in, and un, and in most cases, it's been right on. You're like, well, Kevin Spacey has just got accused three for three more people. Uh, Deshaun Watson has one more came out. Uh, um, Har- Harvey uh, Weinstein. Weinstein, right? Bill Cosby. Um, so it's it's done a great job of getting some of these predators out. But then there's this. And do I think Johnny Depp is an angel? No, not at the least. But it wasn't like Amber Heard was an angel either. Right. And that's how she portrayed herself. And I think that's where everything went was is like, no, 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 you're just as crazy as him. So do you think that like, so, so outside of, of the actual, maybe the physical abuse happened between them because she went out and said, this has happened to me and I had nothing to do with it. And then a defamation suit comes from that. Does that like degrade from the fact that she probably was abused? I kind of feel like it is because I don't look at the, I'm not trying to look at this as a, a man and a woman abuse. I look at it as a toxic, horrible relationship where they were both horrible people to each other. Right. And when I look at it is I look at the dynamic is they were both just not good at all i mean johnny depp was drinking probably all the time and yeah no of course like he's especially for the last 10 years Mm. well the issue the thing is also though like you think about in these other cases like kevin spacey weinstein deshaun watson normally when this happens then out of the woodwork a bunch of people come out and say the same thing right but most of johnny Depp, yeah yeah like defended him right well the worst part for her was the people that she said would be on her side came out on his side right like there was probably i would say 60 70 percent of her witnesses actually were opposite of what she hoped they would be right. and and like 80 90 percent of his, his witnesses were on his side yeah because i watched the verdict and it was like every single question that they asked the jury about johnny depp was yes right like for him to win and then for Hurd's part her countersuit every single question except one was no right so she only got one question out of all that right she got two million out of it but it was pretty much like a landslide for him. 
so I guess the question is, because this is a defamation suit, which I don't think a lot of people understand. Like they think it's like an abuse suit. No, it's like a civil. It's like much yeah. just money. But most people are under the uh, the the thought process of that because Johnny wins the defamation suit that he was not guilty of abuse. Right. Which I don't think is true. Like, well, yes, she probably was guilty as just as much abuse as he was, but that doesn't mean he did not, he was not a guilty the same way, right? Yeah, but then you can go either way is, was, like, you, you look at, um, there are women that are abusive to men. Yeah, no, and I, that's what I'm saying. She was probably equally, maybe more, right. maybe more. Like, I don't know, but all I know is that he, based on everything that I heard through this trial, that there was plenty of times where what he did can be considered abuse. Right. And so, yes, this is a defamation trial, which again, I, I think people have a hard time separating those two things. Understanding that what he's suing for is defamation of character, not the fact that they were both abusive to each other. Well, and then I kind of feel like that the whole thing is, is, what happened was is because she tried to come out and feel like she was an angel and everything. And that's yeah. why everyone was like, no. Right. And, and I think that was her mistake is she should have just been truthful. She should have just came out and said, look, we were both abusive to each other. I, I I'm as just as guilty as he is. That's what she should have done that. I think once they got to Evan, um, the part about her shitting on the bed, it was over. It's like, oh, there's no angel here. <laughs> yeah. But again, what you're saying is that like she kept trying to like pretend like she she was not guilty of anything. And right. it's like when if you come out and you're honest, you say, look, I'm no angel. He's no angel. We were both no angels. So defamation is not valid here because we were both fucked up. Or, right. You know, we both like really messed with each other. She probably would have won that case. Yeah. Yeah, she had horrible counsel. Right. Oh, um, counsel was terrible. Worst yeah. counsel I've ever seen. Like, when you object to yourself <laughs> on a question, like, you got problems. That was crazy. So, yeah, because, I mean, and that's the thing is, too, it's like, Johnny Depp is a really good actor, and he kept his composure so well on the stand. And he made himself engaging and right, he was just right. out there like, and then like when she'd ask him questions and she, he'd undermine her completely. Well, he, he was playing the part, you know, she, she was playing a part that wasn't real. He was playing himself. Like he was just like, this is how it is. I, I'm just going to tell you like it is. And some of the times he sounded a little bit incriminating to me, but it wasn't incriminating enough to be like, Hey, this is the bad guy. Right. He, right. he felt very much felt like equal parts in it. Yeah. It was, you looked at it and you're like, Oh, poor Johnny Depp. He's just a drunk. Right. Well, he's but Jack I, yeah. Sparrow. <laughs> well, but at the same time, it felt like, Hey dude, you're just as responsible. That's why I felt. But I think Amber heard like what you're saying almost would push me away from that like you, you didn't do any wrong. Like when you come tell me like you're an angel and he's over saying it was equal, I'm going right. to believe that, you know? Um, 
it's just an interesting theory or when you talk about this whole thing it's another like something that's keeping us our attention away from world affairs ukraine china you know world economy the decline of the world dollar of the american dollar like all this stuff and all we're talking Gas about prices. and we just like are so focused on this so that's what drives me crazy about this but i think it was an important i think it's an important part but what i i don't want to be lost in this situation and i've seen this already and it, it really upsets me that there are people who are taking that train of see women are always lying yeah that's stupid and, and i don't believe that but do you see that a lot yeah and I don't believe that. Like this one woman, and she's not even lying. She's just trying to make herself look better than she was. But she was definitely abused. You know, right. as much as he was, he was definitely abused too. Like they were both abusing each other. Hey, she cut his finger off. But then to to then like say that um, now women are lying about this, like that's what bothers me. Because most yeah. women are abused, you know, that's that it's a fact. It's that's the whole thing is, yeah, you got to take into account. You know, there's always going to be a red herring or yeah, one, out of, one out of a hundred, right? Yeah. One of the dentists doesn't pick this, you know, yeah, four yeah. out of five. <laughs> yeah, doesn't doesn't like the enamel protection toothpaste. I get it. But yeah, and I think that people are trying to like over-exaggerate that with her though. And I've seen that a lot. And that upsets me because the reality is, is there's so many men out there abusing women and it's, it's, it's worse. One of the worst things that happens in our country or in the world. Well, and this also shows how, how popular Johnny Depp is. Yeah. Because everyone can be like, I can let Johnny Depp slide. So many people, right, are on that train because it's like just because it's Johnny Depp, they're like, he could never do that. It's like, no, he's a person. You know, he could absolutely do that. So, I, I, there, well, there's, and then, there's a lot of thing that upsets me about this. Well, we've all been drunk and we don't do things that we normally do. And if you're drunk all the time, you can do a lot can, of things you don't normally yeah. do, right? <laughs> And, you know, I mean, especially when, and again, it's, I don't, I don't blame Amber Heard as much, you know, solely, but when there's some level of reciprocation of it, it gets, it's enhanced, right? So if he's already drunk all the time and then she's like poking the bear, right, you're going to get clawed. But at the same time, you you can't claw a woman, right? You that's, exactly. so well, no one should claw anybody, right? But it's, it, especially, and I know like there's this movement for equality and everything like that. But I don't care. I'm still under the belief that a man should never put his hands on a woman, regardless. Like you can hit me, you can slap me, you can punch me, and kick me in the balls. Just never gonna happen. What if they're trying to get to your daughter? <laughs> Again, now now you're you're putting a, a a a 
what's that called? When you but you said there was no, never no. going to happen. Well, that's what I'm talking when there's two of us, right? Now you're putting a third element. You're going to put an extra element in there. Now it's different. I'm just saying when it's me and you. Right. But when you start putting a third element in there, yeah, yeah, we're going to have an issue. But so I'm just that way. Like I, I've always been that way. So that, it's just interesting to me that uh, the following and the hatred for Amber Heard that I've seen, even though I definitely think she was a victim of abuse, 100%. Right. And, but it all comes down to, and it's the same thing with any of these people that, like, like Roseanne or whatever, that say something stupid or whatever, just come clean. Right. Don't try to hide and just, you know what? If you come clean right. and do some damage control, you disappear, then you can come back and have a career. That's what I think her mistake was in this whole trial. Her mistake was just not saying, hey, you know what? Yes, I was just as abusive as him. And you know how that comes off to the jury? Equal abuse. Yeah. No defamation but because you both did it. There was abuse. Yes. Right. Like that's why she messed up. Because she tried to take the high ground. Well, maybe they are listening to this for their appeal. And <laughs> That's right. Be able to figure hey, this out. Judge from Virginia. I'm sure you're listening. One of our 25 listeners. Okay. So let's wrap up with uh, NBA finals. Game one. Golden State. Celtics. Probably the most exciting finals series to me. That we've had in, I don't know, 10 years. Yep. And he's LeBron, right? Yeah. I mean, game one, uh, Golden State takes the lead. Steph goes off. The Celtics uh, just persevere, pers- fight through it, and, and win the game. Like, what happens? Who wins the series? What do you think? Well, the Celtics already stole my thunder because I was going to come in and, you know, go <laughs> Celtics in seven. And now everyone's going to be like, oh, they won game one. But I've been on the Celtics train. I said they'd make it to the finals. And it's because we use that word. They're, they're scrappy. Their defense. They play amazing defense and they have scores. They have interchangeable parts. Like today it was Horford. Tatum had a horrible game. Horford hit six three-pointers. Right. Tomorrow, in the next game, it could be Tatum. It could be Brown. It could be Smart. smart. Right. Williams. Um, I just, not to take anything away from Golden State, because they're amazing, too. Well, you said Golden State was going to win, though. Did I? You did. You picked Golden State. Oh. But, so now you're saying the Celtics? Yeah, I was thinking this, because you can't, like, look what they've gone through already they went through the nets they went to the 76ers and then they went through the um heat, heat. which or did that do the 76 yeah, was it yeah before or no we, were they the bucks they yeah, went through the they bucks. went through the bucks before we beat move past the heat did you see the replay of the heat three-pointer where they reviewed it when his foot was on the, the line. Foot? Yeah. No. 
and they reviewed it and still disallowed it, even though his foot was not on the line after a review, which changed the game. NBA conspiracy theories, because you know you you want that Boston TV market. But like, why do we have reviews if you if it doesn't work? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the same with the NFL. It's like, why can't we review everything? And why isn't this one play not reviewable, even though that costs the game? Yeah. Because I feel like that the Heat lost. I mean, they probably it, you don't know how the game would have ended up, but that would have put them with one one point. Right. You know, it would have been a different game, right? Well, and so with the Celtics, and what's going to happen is everyone's going to be riding high on them now because they won. Then they're going to lay an egg, right? And then they're going to win, and they're going to lay an egg again. So two and, and then two, it will be like. It will go down to game seven and then they'll decide to play hard again. It's just how they've done it. That's what they've done the whole playoffs, except destroying the nets. You know, that dysfunction. I mean, clay played bad. Jordan Poole played bad. Draymond Green played bad. Clay played average. Steph played good for three quarters. I mean, do you know, you think if like, Golden State puts that together for four games in a row. They can't just go four and one. I don't think you could put it together for four games in a row because of Boston's defense, their defensive intensity. They're not going to – that's where Boston always stays in games. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's why I think – I could see Dex game, Warriors winning by 30. Right. Which makes you think that they could kill them, but then they come back and they lose. Yeah. But think about that. That's what they were doing to the Grizzlies, too. And then didn't the Grizzlies annihilate them in one game? Oh, yeah. yeah. Without jaw. Yeah, by like 20, 25, yeah. 29 or something like that. I just yeah, think the right. Warriors are too inconsistent. Right. Even though you picked them to win the championship. I know. But that's, <laughs> hey, that was before the whole series, and I haven't watched it. <laughs> I just don't feel Clay is back to normal yet. Yeah. And... You got Steph, but yeah, then you're relying on Jordan Poole um, and Andrew Wiggins, who are still. This is the this is the NBA Finals, so. I think the 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 Celtics match up physically better than any other team in the league does against Golden State. When you look at Golden State, they're they're moving a lot. You know, they're not big, they're not strong, but they're fast and they're quick and they're running uh, good good offense. Where I think I think uh, the Celtics are the one team in the league that can keep up with them. So it really comes down to their shooting. Like, can they shoot consistently to score as much? They got to score 115 to 120 a game. You got to do it. Even with a good defense, that's yeah, what's funny. you still got to do it. That's that's the sad part about playing Golden State. If you don't score more than that, like they're going to outscore you. So like the whole adage of Iguodala winning MVP that one year for holding LeBron to like twenty five points, right? <laughs> but I mean, you remember the old Nuggets, right? Like run and gun, like they're scoring one hundred forty points a game. I mean, if yeah, you could be good. But unless you could keep up with them, right? They're gonna let you score, and they're gonna go off for 140. And if you couldn't score 150, like you were gonna win. I feel well, like you know the coach of those Nuggets. The coach of that Nuggets team was the one with the Showtime 
their first Showtime championship, Paul Westhead. Right. But I mean, I think I, I mean, Golden State's maybe not that bad when you come to that, but I think they're similar to that. Like they're not great defense. Like Looney's decent. Draymond overrated. Clay can can play some defense. But well, Clay, Clay will. I just don't think he's fully one hundred percent yet. Still, right. And so he's still not the lockdown defender he could be. Right. So what it really comes down to me is, can Boston score? If Boston can score one hundred ten a game, one hundred twenty a game, they win. If they don't, they're going to lose. Like, because because Golden State's going to score that much. Yeah. Unless you know Boston turns it into '90s Eastern Conference basketball. That doesn't exist. Yeah. Did you see the scores <laughs> in the Eastern Conference Final? The Miami and the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, but they're that- under a hundred. It wasn't because of the physical play. It's because they were just fucking trash at shooting. <laughs> but, you know, I think this is a great series, you know. Um, I, I love to see this. Uh, I'm excited for this. is the first time I've been excited for an NBA Finals in a long time. And I, I hate to say this, but I'm happy that there's no LeBron. And there's well, just two, nice two teams that built nice themselves. Huh? Two, there's just two teams that built them teams, right? Yeah. They they didn't buy a bunch of free agents. They mm-hmm. didn't build super teams like their draft picks. Like it, it's just good to see. It's like a it's almost like the Patriots, even though I hate the Patriots, but they kind of just built the team, right? Right. Yeah, and that's the thing is that was the cool thing about the playoffs and how wonderful it was is most of the teams just built were built teams, right? They weren't like. I'm whining and getting, I want to be traded to a super team. Cause they talk about that, but I'm like, no one wants to deal with that. It's like, I, look, James Harden's whined a few times now to get traded. What has he done? Nothing. So last thing about NBA, Kevin Durant leaving the nets. Where is he's going to a Western conference team. Where is he going? This is just where we're just making up a store where he's going to go. No, he's literally, he, he's already said he's leaving the Nets. What? He's going and he's going to a, a Western powerhouse. He said Western powerhouse. Yep. I'm going to say the Suns. Suns. I think it's Suns or Dallas. I think he goes to the Suns or Dallas. Yeah. And can you imagine Luca and Durant? That'd be crazy. So, I mean, NBA Finals going to be great. Uh, again, like, I haven't liked the NBA in years. It's the first playoffs I've, I've really enjoyed watching. So now we got NFL. We got March Madness. And we got the NBA playoffs that all have been, like, great, great. this year. Like, it's what's been very hap- good for what, sports. What is happening? It's lots of parody, I think. Man, it's crazy. It, it is a really a great year for sports. It's I almost feel like sports is coming back. Like it's yeah. there's also, I mean, I know not your thing, but right now about eight teams are on pace for a hundred wins in baseball. Well, you know, when it comes playoff time, we'll be watching like until October. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh, I, I mean, I do enjoy uh, playoff baseball and World Series baseball. I do enjoy that. Okay, so wrap it up. Final thoughts. Yeah, it's just another crazy week. Um, my wife's a teacher, and uh, they had a um, shooting threat TikTok thing oh, uh, that the guy, someone was going to come to the school today and stuff. So um, most of the school didn't come to school today. Most of the kids stayed home. And yeah, that's kind of the world we live in now where people can just make up fake stuff to scare people. Right. Yeah, they had a lockdown at our our other elementary school out here. It wasn't Brooklyn's, luckily, but, you know, a suspicious, you know, adult making a threat. And, yeah, it's just a sad, just sad, sad world we live in where we got to worry about our kids at school or people at the mall. Yeah. You know. Or hospital. Or our hospitals or, you know, yeah, and, and that's. And I, I mean, I think that's a great point you make where I mean, we didn't talk about guns and, and smash shootings and things like that, but we just live a horrible country, horrible country for it. And if we can't like come together and think about that as a group, like we're doing something wrong. So yeah, that, that's a, that's a good final thought. Uh, and my, my last final thing, we talk about the, the country and the state of the union we, we can't just keep fighting against each other. At some point, we have to come together. It doesn't have to be with your party. It doesn't have to be a Republican. It doesn't have to be Democrat. But as a people, we have to realize that if we don't come together, they'll tear us apart. And you know what? If you're talking to someone who do, you don't agree with and you're at war with words, you know what? Here's the thing. Just listen and politely disagree. You don't need to go off and say, oh, you're stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. Or, yeah, Just, or, or try to understand what they're saying, yeah. you know, try to listen. Yeah, listen. People, that's like one of the worst things that people do nowadays is listen. Yeah. Or just to try to understand where they're coming from, you know. Even if you don't believe in it, like just listen. Hear what they have to say. And it's just terrible where we live in right now. And I know like we think we live in the best country in the world, but that we're just as bad as everybody else out there yeah so thanks for watching don't forget to subscribe and like uh we're on pot we're on uh, spotify anchor uh, apple podcast check us out if you have questions hit us in comments if you want to hear a certain topic love to talk about it put in the comments uh we need some great topic ideas uh we'll, we'll definitely hit current events but anything you guys want to hear love to hear it uh Big box, Steve. Big, Big smooth. smooth. We'll see you next time. All right.